Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here on the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is Emily. And my name is David. Today, we will be discussing all the various types of strokes. Let's start with what exactly a stroke is or a cerebral vascular accident. A stroke is the interruption of the blood flowing to the brain, leading to a sudden loss of neurological function. There are two main types of strokes, ischemic and hemorrhagic. Ischemic is a clot or a blockage. It's the most common type. This will occur as a result of a thrombosis, embolism, or hypoperfusion. Hemorrhagic is a rupture or a leakage. This constitutes for about 10 to 15% of all strokes, and it occurs as a result of bleeding into the brain as a result of a rupture or trauma. Let's discuss the involvement of the anterior cerebral artery. This is a branch of the internal carotid artery. A patient will present with contralateral sensory motor loss with lower extremity involvement greater than upper extremity. They'll also present with memory, memory and behavioral impairments due to frontal lobe involvement. They'll also have urinary incontinence, problems with imitation and bimanual tests, apraxia, akinetic mutism, delay, and lack of spontaneity. Next, let's discuss the middle cerebral artery. Like the anterior cerebral artery, this too is a branch of the internal carotid artery. This is the most common location for ischemic strokes. A patient will present with contralateral sensory and motor loss with upper extremity involvement greater than lower extremity involvement. They'll also have contralateral homonymous hemianopsia, limb kinetic apraxia, loss of conjugate gaze to the opposite side, ataxia of the contralateral limbs, and pure motor hemiplegia. When the dominant side is involved, which means that the stroke is on the left side of the brain, a patient will present with aphasia. Broca's aphasia, which is non-fluent, and the patient will present with limited vocabulary along with a slow and hesitant speech. Wernicke's aphasia, which is a fluent, and the patient will present with impaired auditory comprehension and normal speech. You also have global aphasia. The patient will present with impairment in speech production and speech comprehension. When the non-dominant side is involved, which is a stroke to the right side of the brain, a patient will present with perceptual problems. This would include unilateral neglect, depth perception, spatial relation, and agnosia. All right, now I'm going to dive into the posterior cerebral artery which is where the basal artery bifurcates into two posterior cerebral arteries, 
a patient can present with peripheral territory or central territory symptoms, depending on the location of infarct. When a patient presents with peripheral territory symptoms, they will have contralateral homonymous hemianopsia, bilateral homonymous hemianopsia, memory deficits, visual agnosia, prosopagnosia, which is difficulty naming people on site, dyslexia without agraphia, anomia, and color discrimination problems. The patient will also present with topographic disorientation. Now, when a patient presents with central territory symptoms, they will have central post-stroke pain, which is also referred to as thalamic pain, involuntary movements, such as intention tremors, hemibolismus, and chorioathetosis, contralateral hemiplegia, Weber syndrome, which entails oculomotor nerve palsy and contralateral hemiplegia, and paresis of vertical eye movements, slight meiosis and poptosis, and sluggish pupillary light response. Okay, so now we're going to dive into the internal carotid artery. This artery supplies both the middle cerebral artery and the anterior cerebral artery. This can have significant edema with possible uncle herniation, coma, and death. Because of this, it is important to recognize the warning signs, which would be a history of a transient ischemic attack, which is also referred to as a TIA, along with temporary fading of vision in the ipsilateral eye. And finally, the last artery we are going to discuss is the vertebral basilar artery. A patient will present with a wide variety of symptoms since there is crossing of some tracts and others will not. Therefore, both ipsilateral and contralateral signs and symptoms will be seen. Some of these signs and symptoms can include locked-in syndrome, lower bulbar paralysis, which is involvement of cranial nerves 5 through 12, a rapid progression from hemiparesis to tetraplegia, and rapid progression from dysarthria to anarthria. Although the patient is unable to move or speak, they will present as alert and oriented. And finally, there will be impairments of horizontal eye movements, while the vertical eye movements and blinking will remain intact. Now that you understand strokes, here is a quote from Michael Jordan. If you quit once, it becomes a habit. Never quit. That's right, warriors. Never quit. While you're in this, you are fighting for your dream. It's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. But no matter what, never quit. You are powerful. You are strong. You are a final frontier warrior, and you will pass. As always, thank you very much for listening. For more information on NPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also go check out all of our social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Till next time, have a great day and a powerful tomorrow.